Are you a creative? I think you are. And that's why you should join my circle community, the Creative Study Lounge. Listen, we all know how social media is right now with all the lying, the bots, the ads, the shadow banning, your posts not getting seen, the requests from people you don't know, the strange activities. Social media is a mess right now. So that's why I decided to create a community just for creatives where we can get down and talk about writing, video games, art, development, things in popular media, whatever we want, or just some nonsense. There's a place for it all. It's at the Creative Study Lounge. And while you're there, you can get the merch, send me questions, comments, ideas, and you can generally support the podcast. Check the links in the description. We'll be adding more as time goes along, but hey, it's a good thing. CreativeStudyLounge.com or check the links in the description. Once again, that's CreativeStudyLounge.com or check the links in the description. And you won't have to listen to this dumb advertisement. Now let's get on with the program. I'm going to tell you something that most people won't tell you. You are not okay the way you are. Sounds controversial, but if you think about it, you can, you can look at that a couple different ways. And I want you to do that today on Mr. Vinge's new podcast, Creativity Threads Life. This is a little bit of a excursion I've gone on, a little bit of a, not a tangent, but it's a lot of stuff that I had to say that I wanted to say that I wanted to put into podcast form. And I didn't know how to do that with my last podcast, so I'm doing it with this one. In fact, this is a little bit of an exercise on me not listening to people when they say you're fine just the way you are. Kind of want to get into this, but it's a lot of couple of angles on this topic. And I was just sitting down writing. I was going through some notes, reading some things on Facebook and some things on threads and Instagram. And I realized that we're in the new year. We're, we're completely in 2024. First week has gone by. And this year, there wasn't as much excitement for New Year. I mentioned that a little bit last week with, uh, does anyone want to improve anymore? And this is a continuation of that discussion. But there, it was more than just people not wanting to improve. There's a certain apathy, a certain blah nature. And, and it doesn't feel good, man. I know what you're, I know what you're feeling. I, I understand it because I feel it too. But there's this vibe going around that I just wanted to address. And it's damaging. So while I was sitting down doing this writing that I'm doing, I'm, I'm writing some things about resolutions and goals and the new year and all that exciting business. But in order to completely flesh through it and feel through it, I, I decided I wanted to come on here today and talk about it. Now, let's just get right into it. The idea that you are not okay the way you are. A lot of people, when they sense a person struggling or when they sense a person having a tough time with things, a person's not completely satisfied, a grandma statement comes along or a grandpa statement comes along. And the grandpa statement is basically, you know what? You're fine just the way you are. And the hope is that that person will usually smile, be happy, be content with where they are, and they won't be so agitated about trying to do whatever it is they're trying to do. And that, that statement works in a lot of situations. But unfortunately, it's really used in a lot of situations to just make people shut up, to just make people stop trying. Someone's got the energy to do something, and then someone comes around and alters that energy with the statement like, you're fine just the way you are, or you're okay just the way you are, or we love you just how you are. This is not how you grow. Yes, be content with yourself. I want to make sure that's very clear. Be content with yourself. Be happy with yourself and what you've accomplished and where you are currently but not what you are in terms of what you could be. So I've probably been maligned a few times for being on the, you know, the push, you know, keep pushing it kind of kick and, hey, things can really be better and let's just keep moving forward. I get it. I get that not everything needs to be 
you know, maybe, maybe it's a little bit of my toxic positivity coming through that you can do what, what you need to do, what you have to do. But this idea that stagnation is good, that's the, that's another part of the extreme. You can be content with your, your current situation, your current status, all these other things. You should not be content with staying still because that's what, that, that's death. Stagnation is death. There is no moving forward, moving backwards, and standing still. If you're not moving forward, then by the nature of the universe, you're falling behind because everything else is progressing and moving forward. And this doesn't have to be a stressful thing. This doesn't have to be internally damaging. This doesn't have to be a headache. What I'm looking for, and I found in varying degrees, and I'm still looking for, is a, is a mindset that's much stronger and much, pre- much more prepared to keep moving as things don't go my way. It seems a lot of people have been led to believe a lot of things that aren't necessarily true. is false, is misleading, it's a lie. It's the grandparent just trying to get you to smile because grandparents love smiling kids. They don't want to see anything else. They don't want to know about going to the dentist and cavities or anything like that. They'll just feed you candy because, hey, you're fine just the way you are. I don't care if you're fat. I don't care if your teeth are falling out. You're fine just the way you are. That's what the grandparents will tell you. But you got to live a little harder than that. Because you got to realize that if they just want you to be, quote unquote, be happy, they might just be content with you falling by the wayside. Now, I don't have the complete words and language for this, so I do not mean to come off as a jerk, an asshole, somebody uncaring, heartless bastard with no empathy, whatever you may call me. But you have to know that there is a path forward. And as I said, I've been dis- discussing this whole thing in threads, in, in Facebook, Instagram. Because I, I get it. I get it, man. I really do. I want to empathize with you right here. People are tired. There's a lot going on. People are tired. They're, they're bored. They're not seeing the results that they wanted. It's harder to get the results that they wanted. They're not motivated. There's, there's a, lot of, a lot of feeling of, hey, what's the point? You know, everywhere they look on the news, it's, it's nothing that's very healthy. You know, either all these people were damaged or hurt in some way, or these other people that you don't know are living their best lives and you can't. It's two extremes of nonsense. They're just selling you these ideas that are, that are not healthy for you. And I get it. You may not, with the way things are going, all this work that we're expected to do to hold on to these jobs, you've got no time for yourself. So where does that leave you? It leaves you frustrated, sick, angry, unmotivated and then instead of you hurting yourself someone comes along and says you're okay just the way you are taken from my point of view that is a slap to the face i want to give you a story an example to illustrate this a little bit because i think we can do better than just being stagnant, being quote-unquote okay, being in a situation where we're just not even surviving, we're just hanging on. And we can do so much better as a people. But I want to give you the story that, that happened in the video game industry at one point. I was working for, should I say who? Yes, I, I was working for Rockstar Games at this point. 
And we're working on a project. And one of the great things about Rockstar Games is you have a lot of different experience from a lot of different studios. I'm not going to give you any trade secrets here or anything like that. But I was working at Rockstar Games and they use their experience very well where you've got different groups of people who know different things. Not a trade secret here. Any company should be doing this. Any company knows that they can do this. It just takes the discipline and proper skill set to do it in a very effective way. But what they do is they, they make sure good information gets around. I mean, that sounds obvious, right? You want to communicate things. Uh, a lot of corporate people call it best practices and things like that. But I was sitting down talking to one of the, I was sitting down talking to one of the more senior developers. And this senior developer was in charge of getting this certain aspect of a project to a better standard. So, at, at one point, everybody was kind of content with where they were. Everybody, everybody was happy with where they were. But I still wanted to push forward. I was like, you know what? This is okay, but it's just okay. It's not really doing the greatest thing for me. And I just thought to myself, is this okay? Or can I do more? And I talked to this senior developer, and he told me, Oh, you've passed the requirements. You're okay. And I said, yes, yes, I know. I know I've passed the basic requirements and everything that every, that was asked for has been, has been achieved. But I wanted, I want to know what you think about how I can improve this or about how I can make it a little better. And this person, they kind of looked around like they were surprised. Uh, oh. Oh, you want to do a little more. You want to start going past plain vanilla. You want a little bit of excitement in, in your part of the project. I'm like, heck to the yes. So the senior developer very graciously took a little moment of his time and decided to school me on some things. Said, hey, you're doing this. You might want to try doing that. You're doing this. But I won't try doing that. And instead of this thing you're doing over here, try a variety of other things. Talk to this other person. See what you can get out of that. See what they're doing. That may give you some ideas. Boom, boom, boom. And started pushing me a little better, to be a little better. Now, I took that information and improved what I was working on, and it made me feel better. The fact that I had the power to improve my situation made me feel better. And I think that's, that's lost today where we think that we can't just be, that we have to reach some certain external goal. And I wasn't so much worried about the external goal. Those are, those are whatever. I was worried about, could I get to where I wanted to be? And could I push myself to that next level? I was legitimately having fun doing this job. And maybe that's another point we need to get to, having fun doing what you're doing. It's, it's strange to me because in my, in trying to make things a little better in my environment, I've heard people talk about it's so hard and it's we're wasting time. We're not getting good results. And these are things that you can't really control. I mean, you can control them to a certain extent, but you're ultimately only controlling yourself. You can't direct the flow of the weather. You can put up some wind vanes. You can, you know, plant some trees or whatever, but you can't control the weather. The weather's going to do what the weather's going to do. You can only control how you deal with what you have and the choices you make. So when I hear people say, you're okay the way you are, 
I know they don't want me to be hurt. I know they don't want me to damage myself and stress myself out. Even before this, my number one rule is don't be stressed. And you can actually find joy in your own work. I don't care if you work at McDonald's. I don't care if you work at, you know, Best Buy. I don't care if you clean toilets. You can take pride in yourself, not the job. Don't worry about the job. You chose that job. It's your job. Well, I didn't have anything else. I don't care. It's your choice to be there. So I'm not just going to gloss over and say make the best of it, but don't worry about what you don't have. Take this job or whatever you're doing and don't be okay with it. Be okay with you. So back to McDonald's. Everybody likes the McDonald's example. It's a shout out to everybody working at McDonald's. It's an entry-level job. You get in there. You don't know anything. They tell you to press some buttons, sweep some floors, do whatever you need to do, talk a certain way to people, and you go about your business. It's not a terribly difficult job in terms of what you're required to do, the, the task at hand. But it could be, it's very draining, and it's very difficult to keep your morale up. A lot of people think, you know, well, at least I got a job. At least I'm making money. Yes, fine. But regardless of what you're doing, if you're at that job, what could you be thinking of? There was a story by Grant Cardone. He's a guru slash um, real estate developer. And he made the statement that he went to McDonald's one time and he got so upset by working there. Came home smelling like french fries. There was no status to the job. It was kind of grueling being on his feet. He was running around and nothing really seemed to matter. And he was just disgusted with the job. At the same time, there was another person working at the job with him that was excited because this person wanted to own fast food franchises in the future and was learning the McDonald's way. He wanted to be a manager district manager, own a few franchises or whatever. This guy was all about it. So this other guy was sitting there learning how, how they collect all the money. He's sitting there learning, learning uh, the times of day that people come in. He's learning how to network and talk to people. He's learning how to get people in and out the door quickly. He's learning the processes. He's actually thinking about improving, not for the job, for himself. And I think this is one of the keys. You don't do this for anyone else. You do it for yourself. You grow because that's what you do. That's what humanity and creativity is all about. Growing, creating something where there was once nothing. Not so worried about delayed gratification or what your reward is going to be later. Are you getting everything you need from your life right now. Is that silver lining thinking? Maybe. But it's better than dark cloud thinking to me. Is it toxic positivity? That almost seems like an oxymoron, toxic positivity. But to address that directly, no, you don't always need to feel positive. You shouldn't. You should... You should be very open with looking at the negative, understanding it, feeling it, empathizing with your own negativity even. Like, why am I feeling this way? A lot of people just feel bad and never, never research. Why? Why did you feel this way? Because I hate this job. Well, let's talk about the job. Let's get into it. I hate this place. What do you hate about it? Well, nobody here talks to me. Nobody here. Okay. Have you gone over there and talked to the people from the other department? Oh, well, no, I, I never saw. Yeah, they're, they're a whole different group of people. Go talk to them instead. Acknowledge the negative. Yes, acknowledge it. Because there is no idea of positive without an idea of negative. A forward direction has to have a corresponding negative direction for it to be a direction. 
it has to have a vector and an opposite vector. So if something terrible happens, I get it, man. Terrible things happen. And it's hard to deal with some of these problems out here. But I don't want to start 2024 with the idea that I'm just going to sit in the dirt and die. I can't, I can't think like that. I take every negative vibe that happens. Sometimes I feel a little anxiety. Sometimes I feel really frustrated. Sometimes I just feel lost and confused. And yes, I do get the feelings that, hey, maybe nothing matters. And you start having all these feelings. It's okay to have those feelings. But find other people who are feeling that same situation. Talk with them. Maybe you can all start. I mean, not going into a spiral of despair with other people, but maybe somebody has a spark of, hey, maybe we can go forward this way. You might find some of that in your Bible study groups. I know Alcoholics Anonymous is good for that, where you're finding other people to commiserate with and then move forward. You're not finding people just to sit in the dirt with and be dirty and just fade away into nothingness. Find something to do. Maybe you didn't reach your New Year's goals last year. Who cares? What did you learn? What did you find out? You found out that you don't like being sweaty? Boom, we learned something. Maybe you go to a gym that's, uh, that's in the dark. Nobody can see anybody because you're in the dark and you're not worried about sweating. Maybe you pay a little more money, go to a private gym. Only two people that ever show up there the entire week and you're probably not going to run into the other person. Maybe you tried to lose weight last year and you gained weight instead. Take that time to look back and think, okay, wait a minute, what happened here? And separate yourself from your circumstance. As connected as you want to be to yourself, realize that the things that are happening to you and your situation is not necessarily you. That's just the situation you're in. Yes, the choices you've made have led you there. But if you look at the timeline of your life, is it all in this moment where you're sad right now? No, they're happy moments. You can't be defined by one moment. You're defined by your entire life and how you play it out. And this isn't just for people listening. This is also for me because I have to go, I have to go through these feelings too. I do think through this. And I've talked to people about it. And at some point, we, after we both acknowledge, yeah, this is a problem, this is a problem, this is a problem. At some point, after you've acknowledged the problem, and 80% of the directions you look at aren't going to really help you out. But then there's that 20% of, hey, wait a minute, what about this? How about we try this? Maybe we can live a little better in this situation if we do this. Or maybe we can mitigate the issues if we do this. Maybe we can feel a little better about each other if we set our mindset this way. Because sitting around with a lot of people that are being negative and they're very intent on staying negative, that's where you get into that stagnation problem that I referred to, where everybody just wants to sit around and die. Got to start somewhere. I mean, in this first week of 2024, some people have thrown some, some downing negativity, just not, at, not just at me, but just out in general. And yeah, man, acknowledge that stuff, understand it, empathize, and then find a way to keep going. Now, a friend of mine got upset one time. We were having a discussion, and they said not everything has a silver lining. Sometimes it's just raining. And it's like, I get it, man. But the silver lining is what you define it as. 
you have to define that silver lining. All the religious texts have some version of this. All the wise teachings have some version of this. So what are you missing? You really have to stop and question that. You don't have all the answers. That's why you're upset. We'll never have all the answers. But the search, the hunt, it may go on for months, for weeks, for years. But in my experience, if you can strengthen your mind to at least start moving in some sort of positive direction, you'll help yourself out immensely. It's about forward movement. And if you've looked up techniques for dealing with depression, there is movement there. They ask you to get up, go outside, get some sunlight. An energizing source. Get up, walk around. Do something. Work on a puzzle. You know what? Even binge watch a series of some show on television. At least the show, the binge watching the series will pull you through a progression where you got to see what happened at the end. Hopefully you're watching something that uplifts you, moves you forward. But if not, hey, you still got to watch something that helped. Speaking of which, as I said, I was feeling a little off and a little down at the end of the year. Some things didn't come through the way I thought they would. I got a little upset. I ended up spending far too much time making music playlists that would get me back in the group. I've been listening to certain playlists, and you know what? Maybe, it was, maybe it's time for a change. Maybe it's time for a little something more refreshing. Not necessarily more upbeat and happy, but just a little something more appropriate. Found one song that I like, boom, listen to that. Started listening to similar songs, started finding out other artists in that genre, started moving forward, started learning some things, started talking to other people who might like that artist. And I used that energy to try to pull me in a different direction. So I know it's hard. I really do. I was talking with uh, Andy Lowe, Chinese pirate. Shout out to him on Instagram and and threads. But I get it, man. A lot of people are are tired of the productivity mindset. Um, these 40-hour weeks taking away from their lives. These 80-hour weeks taking away from their lives. These depressed wages and recession. The thoughts of war. I get it. All of this is very real. Very, very real. And it make, it's, it's probably going to come in a way you don't even expect it to. If you want to get real, let me, let me offer another example, a more personal one. I was at the funeral for my parents. Um, my parents died in a short span of time from each other. And it was very... It was a very um, trying time for me. But one thing happened that, that I realized. In some mud. And they were like, ah, my shoes. And I said something a little, a little downer of me. Where it's like, I was like, look, man, they're only shoes, such and such. And I was thinking about my own situation where this person may have, you know, lost a little bit of cleanliness in their shoes. I just lost, you know, another one of my parents. 
And then they seemed to get really like they were kind of sorry for, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just. And I had to stop for a second. I was like, you know what? I just I'm just sending out negativity that I didn't need to. I was trying to bring them down, too. That was unnecessary. Stepping in mud is I get it. It's a, it's a reaction. Not that person's fault. And that kind of led me in the train of thought. I got to look around and started realizing all of the different people that had come out to the funeral. Like people that I had never seen together before in my life. There were new faces, old faces, a lot of people I hadn't seen interacting either. And I thought to myself, I, I wasn't happy inside, right? But I thought to myself, I will never have a time like this where I get to talk to these people together again. There is likely no other time where we'll all be together and we can talk like this. And there is likely no other time where I'll be able to ask very difficult, hard, touching, emotional questions. Huh. So I started asking some questions and I'd get a, you know, you asked a tough question and someone breathes in, they're like, well, uh, here's how it goes. And they may, they'll explain something to you that you may not have ever been able to get out of them in any other situation. Now, was that a silver lining, quote unquote? I, I wouldn't even call it that. But it was a time where I could actually do something good with what I had. So, yes, I do empathize. I really do. And maybe I come from a situation where I have a certain amount of resilience. And I don't know exactly how to pass that resilience on. Or even if it'll make your lives any better. I know it makes me feel better to be able to resist a lot of the negative forces coming at me. It's been practiced. And I can't necessarily expect everybody listening to be able to practice that same type of resilience. But you can try. Try something. Because the way you are, the way that you've been, Somebody might tell you you're okay just the way you are, and they will encourage you to stagnate. They will encourage you to just be still. They will encourage you to hide your brightness. They will encourage you to push down your energy. And that's usually because any energy that you have may agitate them. Instead of sitting inside, you know what they'll probably say? They'll probably say, hey, hey, come inside. You're like, no, I'm going to stand outside. My energy tells me stand outside. Boom, do that. If your energy tells you you need to, you need to spend some money on something that you don't need, you might just need to go do that. If you need to break something, Maybe take some dishes out of the cabinet and just break them on the floor. You've been waiting to buy new dishes anyway, so break a couple. See what that feels like. Even in the negativity, keep that energy flowing. No need to hurt anybody. No need to tear anything down. No need to do permanent damage to yourself. But the idea is just to not create a pit for yourself that you can't get out of. The idea is to be creative in your own human way. Creative in a way that causes you to live. Creative in a way that gives you strength for more. 
creative in a way that hopefully, hopefully leads you to a place where you can say, you know what, this bad thing happened to me, but it didn't break my spirit. I don't have to listen to everyone when they tell me, just be still, or you're fine the way you are, or, you know, everything will be okay. I get that this may sound like mixed messages because there's nuance here about the popular way people are thinking about things. But hopefully you understand me. Hopefully you realize that your number one power as a human being is your creativity. You create something. As I said, even if you're at a McDonald's, you can create a situation where, let's say you're, you're, you're working at McDonald's, you're working the cash register. People come in. Let's say you start practicing memorizing people's or trying to guess people's orders, trying to memorize their names, what they wore. So the next time they come in, it's like, hey, Charles, how you doing? It's like, whoa, this guy knows my name. How is this possible? It may not get you any higher in the job. In fact, people may laugh at you for it. But if that's what you want to do to practice your networking, go for it. If you want to practice your skills of, of uh, being very exact, maybe you could start with how you clean up. It's like, boom, boom, boom. I always clean this up. Whenever this family comes in, they leave French fries on the seat. I got to pick that up. May sound stupid. But you're creating something. You're creating a better environment around you. And it has nothing to do with being a, a servant for McDonald's. You're in the drive-thru. Are you working on your voice control? Are you working on guessing what people want and getting them to drive through faster? These are sales tactics you could use also. I know there's a script, but hey, it's your job. It's the one you got. You can try out things if you want. Maybe you've got to cook the food. Can you work on being the fastest? Now, this isn't to say you should stay at McDonald's at all. You should keep growing. But while you're there, don't just become a, you know, mold on a rock. A lot of people say, you know, hey, I don't want that extra responsibility if you're not giving me that extra pay. What else are you doing with your time? With that extra responsibility, you might be able to learn something. With that extra responsibility, you might be able to actually ask for a higher pay. With that extra responsibility, you may be able to use that to get a better job. You go to another job and say, hey, I had this job. And they're like, oh, we're looking for somebody with this experience. Actually, I do have that experience because I did this at the, at the other job when the manager was out or when the manager was busy. And they're like, oh, wow, you do have that experience. It's like, try me. I'll show you I have that experience. You're doing you for you, not for them. So back to the subject, when someone comes up and tells you, you are okay the way you are, be careful with what they're trying to tell you. When someone says they're okay, they just don't feel that you need to push forward and they don't want you to for some reason. Maybe they don't think you can handle it. was at the job once at one of my jobs and someone said, hey, it's fine the way it is. It's like, it may be fine for you, but I'm not doing this for the job. I'm doing this for me. I want to see how fast I can get this whole thing done. And I stayed a little later and worked as fast as I could. Not for them, not for the job, not for anybody's approval. I did it for me to test myself. Is that a problem? Maybe. But it feels better than getting caught up in mediocrity. Now, there are things I let go of. 
And I think you're, you're a special individual if you're listening to this. For the areas where I want to push and I want to create and I want to build and I want to nurture and I want to grow things, for those areas, I put extra energy into. For other areas, you have to let them go. Now, this is, you know, everyone talks about how, you know, it's always about pushing, but with pushing your energy in one direction, you have to have your energies let go in another direction. Some other energy has to be maybe reduced a little bit. Maybe you don't get to surf the, surf the web as much. Maybe you don't get to scroll on TikTok as much. But maybe that's a good decision. In fact, just sitting around scrolling through TikTok when you could be making yourself feel better, maybe you need to put down the social media. Maybe you need to put down the cookies. Maybe you need to do things that that you believe, not anybody else, that you actually believe make you feel better. I thought that writing made me feel better. So I started writing. I started journaling every day. I started scribbling down a lot of notes. One of those notes has become today's podcast. You have to do what works for you. We're not asking we. I'm not asking you to act like everything is sunshine and roses. I'm not asking you to lie to yourself, especially not lie to yourself. I'm just saying, when times are hard, just accept that the time is hard. Be graceful with yourself. Have gratitude on what you've already accomplished, that you're alive. Breathe in. Make one little push. I'm going to talk about this later on the Hot Wheels podcast. I got one, um, one I want to talk about with the Hot Wheels. They were part of my whole New Year's resolution thing. In a certain way, in a matter of speaking. But I just did something that made me feel good. That didn't damage me. And that I could actually justify helped me out. Hold on to that pain, man. And use it to understand that there is positivity out there. And that you can survive this. We got a long year ahead of us. Or maybe a fast year, depending on who, who, you're, who you are and who I'm talking to. Got a long year ahead of us. But you'll be fine. Some like to say, this too shall pass. I don't always like to use that because it implies that you're sitting down and just coping and just putting your head down while you get through a situation. I'm saying embrace what's going on. Decide what you want. Don't react to what you want. Sit down and try to decide something for yourself. Like, yes, this happens. I'm going to work on not being as upset by this. Yes, the job situation is terrible. What else can I do to make it better for myself? Yes, this person upsets me. What can I try this week? If it doesn't work this week, what can I try the next week? But just don't get into a state of death. Because I'm hearing a lot of apathetic death talk. And as much as I empathize, I hope you can find a light, not out there somewhere, but a light in you. When you find that light within you, try to shine it 
see what what path that light shows you. See what path that light inside you illuminates. See if there's any reflections of, you know, any type of reflections that you can go from. But there's something that makes you happy. Dig back in the past year. What worked? Even though you may have failed, what did work a little bit? When did you have a laugh? Maybe it wasn't last year, maybe two years before. What made you happy? What about that time you, you went to work out at the gym and everybody helped you out? You're like, you know what? If there are people at a random gym, maybe there are people at a random auto parts st store that could help me out. I don't know. Maybe I can work there instead because I like auto parts. And maybe I can work at the gym instead. Or maybe you can talk to your kids differently. Maybe you can talk to your neighbor differently. Maybe you can try wearing different clothes. Something that ignites you inside. Something that lights you up. Hold on to that. And see where you can go from there. And let go of the other problems. In the future, you can't control that. It's coming. You can control what you feel, what you, what you choose, what you do. But live in the now. What's the point? Bring it back into yourself, saying, I have a point that I want to focus on. When you start thinking that nobody cares, don't worry about them. Think about what you care about. If you care about somebody and want to send them a note, send them a note. If you don't, then don't. If you're a little off of where you want to be with some goal, some measurement, some metric, that's fine. Keep moving towards it. Don't get mad at yourself if you go, if you get worse. Just understand that that's what it is. And if someone tries to tell you you're okay just the way you are, Be very careful with that. Be very, very careful with that. Be very careful. Because you have the power within you to keep moving. To at least, at least alter your, your perceptions on things. Maybe you do need to understand things differently. Start reading some books, watching some different TV shows. Get a new perspective. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be right off the bat. But if you were okay just the way you were, wouldn't you already be happy? And maybe it's not even about happiness. Don't get into that either. Maybe it's about meaning, about satisfaction of you with yourself. This idea of happiness is also something that's been sold to us. What makes somebody else happy may not make you happy. And I don't know. Maybe I didn't put in the best of words. Maybe I didn't put it in the best of phrasing. But it's something that's been really concerning me. When people say, you're okay just the way you are. Maybe they're okay with me being at this spot. Maybe they don't want to see me rise above them. Maybe they don't want to be pressured with the idea that somebody can improve their situation. Maybe they don't have anything good to say, so they don't know what to say. So they just say, basically, a nothing statement. I like movement. Rolling stone catches no moss. 
ships that aren't put into use die quickly because of disuse. You have energies that you have. Use them. Find a way to be happy with what you're doing. Find a way to be happy with your energy and your light. And go from there. Don't let anybody tell you that being less than you want to be is okay. If you don't make it, that's fine too, by the way. If you, if you, if you are failing and if you're missing your mark, that's, that's fine. If you need to stop, be somber, sullen, reflective, sad, whatever, that's fine too. But don't let anybody take any type of statement and say, you just stay where you are. Because a lot of times, depending on who it's coming from, it could be a lie, it could be an insult, it could be a way to placate you so you don't upset them. It could be a lot of things. But very often, is that statement, it's not very often that that statement is very progressive for you. So I guess that's what I'm trying to say. I think a lot, too, too many of us have gotten caught in these traps of, well, everything is just going to be fine, just going to be okay. Just sit back and let, let the world run over you. That's just something I can't deal with and something I don't vibe with. So that's all I'm going to do for this one. I hope some of that made sense, and I hope that you gained something from it. Check us out. The podcast goes every night, up most nights of the week, so far in 2024, coming on here, discussing a little bit about creativity and creating the life and the vibe that you hope to have that you want to have, whatever, whatever's in your life that you want to create. We're all about getting out that creation right now. That creative energy is what pushes you forward. And hopefully it's what makes you happy. If it's not, then you other problems. But work on your creativity. Work on building something. Because energy that moves is energy that stays alive. So... Do what you can. If you want, get at me in the comments at creativitythreadslife.com or you can always hit me up in on Instagram or threads. That's going to be it for this one. Uh, podcast should, should be hitting the, the stream sometime soon. Should be hitting Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I was just setting that up. So be sure to hit me up there, subscribe, and let me know what you think because I really want your feedback on these. Talk to you later. Peace.